Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. What is up, podcast world? Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where we talk about hustle, grind, success, failure, all those things in my journey and some others along the way. Everybody, welcome to episode 19 of The Motivated Mind. Thanks so much for listening each week. It means so much to me. It truly does. I hope that I've been able to bring you all value thus far through these podcasts. Today, we have a very special guest on the show, Amber Runyon, the founder and CEO of 11th Candle Co., a social enterprise in Columbus, Ohio, partnering with Legacy to Redeem restore, empower, and equip those vulnerable to human trafficking, abuse, exploitation, and addiction. For those looking to support this amazing company and their cause, you can go to 11thcandleco.com and enter promo code MOTIVATEDMIND for 25% off your purchase. Let's dive in. I want to take a point here to just understand um, your business, you kind of what you have going. I've done some research, Amber, on you, on the company, and I have to say I'm extremely excited and appreciative that there are people out in this world like you doing what you're doing. Um, So humbly, sincerely, thank you for what you do. Um, One of the things I want to start with is getting to understand how you got into this industry. What drove you to want to give back, to help these young women, to support them in their journey? Because you truly have something special with your message, with your mission, something sustainable to really suppress human trafficking. So I'm extremely intrigued as to how you got into this. What really sparked this? Yeah, so I um, am a nurse by trade, and I did medical clinics kind of all over the world, um, sure. a number of them in Africa. And I landed in Ethiopia and fell in love with a little girl over there named Milu. Um, and I just continued to go back and see her four times a year. Um, every quarter I would go back and see her. I was still a nurse, had no desire to start a nonprofit or a for-profit. I really loved my nursing job. And as I got more involved in her community, um, one day I saw two little girls about five and seven being sold 
and dyslexia theory, and I asked my translator, what are they doing over there? They're blindfolded and kind of being led through the market. And I said, what are they doing? And he said, they're being sold. And I said, no, no, Solomon, I don't think you're understanding me. Like, what are they doing? So they're being sold. And so I thought it was like a translation error. And so I asked sure. him like four more times. And finally he said, no, Amber, they're being sold for sex. They're blindfolded so they can't see where they're going. And wow. at that point I had Mulu like sitting on my lap. And I like looked at her and I knew that if I didn't change the reality that that is happening in their community within a few years, that that would be her as well. Sure. And so it just like completely like shook and rocked my entire world. And so then I, um, so then I um, came back to Columbus, Ohio, and was kind of like googling like what's Columbus's biggest social issue. And sure enough, it was human trafficking. We're the fourth in the United States of America. And I thought, well, like if Mulu were to ever be able to come home with me, the same reality that she could be trafficked in Ethiopia was the same reality that she could be trafficked here. And I recognized that I didn't want to live in a world where little boys and little girls could be bought and sold. And so when I looked, so when I looked at how do we go from rape to redeemed as a generation, how do we how do we change this? How do we move this? You know, how do we move this? And looking at that, there's a lot of different things that need to happen, right? We have we have to get them off the street, we have to get them addiction recovery, we have to get housing, we have to get all those things. But what I really saw where we fell short at was employment. That all of these women are getting all of these services, but when it comes to time for them to re-enter in back into society and to be able to provide for themselves meaning that they're, that they're not they're not living off of any sort of system sure. um, is employment. And so when I looked at locally, internationally, and, and, you know, kind of right in our backyard, there were not many companies that really specifically worked with this demographic of women through employment. And so I thought, well, we'll just hire them. Right, right. Uh, that's, a, that's amazing. And you know what I, what is, it's, it's tough and it's sad is that we all live in our own little realities, right? Everybody going to their nine to five or, or their world. And it's difficult, I think, for your average individual to really step out of the realm of reality and step into this world of unknown. To your point about this being the third or fourth largest illegal commodity um, in the world, it, that, that's a massive statement in itself. And the fact that it's not being talked about more, it's not being engaged with, um, there aren't a lot of, like you said, companies out there doing what you're doing is is fascinating to me because it's such a big issue. So what, based on that huge illegal commodity, the fact you are bringing attention to this is absolutely crucial. Um, from From your perspective, why is this not something that is talked about more, especially because Human trafficking is growing. I looked up some statistics. It's not something that's being suppressed at the moment, not something that is that is downfalling. If anything, it's growing. Why is this not something that's being more discussed? I think from, like, a national level, there's a lot of different crises going on right now, right? Everything's very political, so that's taking the forefront. I think sure. that the opiate, the opiate epidemic, which is why part of the reason why human trafficking is growing, from, like, a national standpoint, there's a lot of things to be talked about. Um, and unfortunately, with the political, the, you know, the political rhetoric that we have going on right now, that sure. takes up the majority of national news. I think sure. from a local standpoint, people don't know how to talk about it, right? And right. I think what we're really trying to do as a company is break down that barrier. Okay, right. human trafficking is a huge issue. And once you start to lay out all the statistics and once you start to learn all about this, the average person becomes incredibly overwhelmed. Right? right? Like, well, right. I don't know what to do. And they get frozen, and which is why we haven't solved the majority of the big social issues. It's because everybody gets frozen and freaked out that we can't possibly fix this. 
Right. And so what we really try to do as a company <laughs> is look at it and say, look, you're going to buy gifts anyways, so just buy your gifts from us because we provide meaningful employment. So we sure. don't try to provide housing, and we don't try to – like, we really focus on employment, 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 employment. And so for us, it's just breaking it down to teach people, like, look, in your everyday life, you can actually change the world. You right. just have to be a little bit more conscious, and you just have to make, like, hard and fast decisions. Like, right. all of my gifts are going to come from companies that do this. I'm going to make for sure that I don't support this. And so people just get incredibly overwhelmed. I think it's just breaking it down and helping people understand that little things actually do – little things are actually what changes the world. You don't need to start a non you don't need to start a nonprofit and a for profit. You don't need to travel to Africa and no. Just stay in your lane exactly where you are. And right. and the big thing is that we really talk with is talking about purchasing power. So every time that you spend a dollar, you're casting a a vote for the world that you want to live in. And so really where we shift the pendulum is how do we spend our money? And if we begin to spend our money more consciously, then we'll live in a better world. Right, right. I a hundred agree with you. It's it's interesting what you going back to your point about politics, not to get into politics, but the fact that it, it's it's attention, right? You know, it's interesting to me that material items and this political stuff that goes on every day is such a focus to the average consumer, whether it be through advertisement, whether it be on your mobile device, whether it be on social media. And the fact is there is so much more out there that needs to be done. But additionally, at the end of the day, spending a dollar – and the ROI goes this far for someone in a different country who has a, a, a fragment of the opportunities that you have is something extremely powerful. So I think pushing that message out and really working in on that one aspect to, to the point you just said about being able to say, listen, a lot of people get overwhelmed and say, man, how can I help out? How can I do something? Because there's such a huge picture here. And it's like, well, let's take a step back and just focus on the, the micro as opposed to the macro of the situation. But Steps is how you get there. Steps is how you make change. It just doesn't happen overnight. And unfortunately, through a lot of, sure, social media can be used as a really good thing, but you also see the highlight reels of stuff, right? All the good, but there's a lot of things everybody can do, whether or not you're lower, middle, upper class, in order to support those that don't even have those same opportunities. So I think that's really powerful. Tell Speak to me about how fulfilling it is to help others. I talk to I talk a lot of a lot on my podcast about just lifting the person to your left and right. Um, but this is something I discuss a lot, and it's right up your alley, of course, to help lift others and rebuild their lives, to pass on that compassion, that generosity. Talk about that, like, fulfillingness you extract from that. And I know it's not so much a tangible item, but it's something I really want to spread a message is we need more people to help other people. We're all in this journey we call life together. And the fact that people have such a singular view on it um, is really upsetting. So from your perspective, just work into that a little bit, if you don't mind. Yeah, so I think the reason, I actually don't think, I know the reason that our world is so flipped upside down right now. So our world feels very flipped upside down. It feels very uneven. It feels very, you know, what use whatever word you want to use is because we use people and we love things. And it was created to love things and to, or to love people and to use things. And so because we flip that dynamic, everything, every aspect of our life is off. Right. Which is why we have this, which is why we have what we have currently in all arenas, right? So we could break down politically, we could break down economically, we could break down all of these different things. 
the reason that it's flipped up on side of its head is because we are loving things and using people, which is why human trafficking can thrive. And so with that being said, the way that people really help people is that, is that, is the, are the small little things. So everybody sure. thinks that for me, like the, my biggest help being and the way that I like make my biggest amount of impact is by speaking on stages to thousands of people and giving TED Talks and running this company and going to Africa and doing this and doing that. But the truth is the majority of my actual impact like what I will be known for and what and what will at the end of my life be my legacy is the person right in front of me. Right, right. Everybody right. thinks this is like huge, big thing, right? Like I'm the coolest person and I do all these really cool things. But the truth is all of those really cool things aren't actual, are, they, they are cool. Don't get me wrong. Like I do live a really cool life. I'm very fortunate. But like <laughs> that's not what actually that's not what will actually change lives, right? Sure, sure. And so something that I always talk about with people is, like, think about the person that, like, has changed your life the most, right? Mm -hmm. So so get that person in your mind and think about that person and know that the only thing that you can give is you. Nobody else in this world can give you. So the only gift that you actually can give this world is yourself. And so you should give yourself away radically. Right. 100%. And so when you think of when you think about the person, that person that pops into your mind, mom, dad, grandpa, school teacher, coach, whatever, that person did what only they could do, which was be that gift of themselves. And so I think that people just lose sight of that, that that's all you have to do. I I a hundred percent agree. You get encapsulated into this into this mold because I mean, let let's break it down into its most simplistic form. As you're born, your parents are there to guide you, to give you advice, to they give you advice based on the experiences that they had, right? So their mission as a parent is to say, I don't want my child to go through the same things I went through, so I'm going to teach them those lessons. And inevitably, sure, there's a huge aspect that has comes down to doing is how you learn. But I think at the end of the day, you hit the, the nail right on the head. The fact that people lose sight about giving themselves because that is the unique, the, the singular item that is priceless in this world. And so many people get focused on a million other things that they completely forget about giving back. And to your verbiage you used earlier, legacy, that is the most important thing you can leave on this planet. It's not money. It's not any of those things. I, I tell people all the time, life is an exchange of value, not dollars. If you put the value first, everything in life falls in around that. But you need to put the value first. Bring uplift the people to your left and right because that's what makes society move forward. That's what makes the human species just develop and become more successful as a unity. Um, so something that I can imagine being extremely challenging is focusing on this uplifting, giving them purpose. But how do you manage the balance of not trying to, to fix it all? I know you discussed a little bit about that, but I, I think from your standpoint, based on the context of the conversation thus far, Amber, and understanding you just by doing some research, you seem like someone who is extremely proactive, a go-getter. Um, when you just focus on this employment aspect, how many times a day or how do you manage reminding yourself that, listen, this is the right thing we're doing and not segueing outside of that and saying, well, I want to do these 10 different other things. Basically, the yes, self-control aspect of that. Sure. I'm very no-nonsense, like just sure. in every aspect of my life, my personal life, my business life. I'm just, I'm a very no-nonsense person. And so for me, it's like, 
I have like, this is my mission. And if it's within my mission, I'll do it. If it's not within my mission, I won't do it. I don't care what it is or who it is or. And so for me, I just have this very like cut and dry, like this is what we're doing. And so if it pertains to employment, I'll great. I'll talk to you all day long. But the other thing that I think that people lose sight of is that like pick your arena and stay in your arena. The reason that the boxers become the best boxers is because they stay in their boxing arena. The reason that swimmers become the best swimmers is because they stay in the pool. They don't go play baseball. They don't go play football. They don't go do all these different things. And so I pick my arena and I'll be the best, the best game person in my arena because I'm staying in my arena. So for me, it's just, it's just a laser focus, almost like an athletic, like this is what I'm doing. Right, right, right. And I, I think that I think that's key. I I tell a lot of people that you don't know until you try, but you don't know until you give it 110%. There's a reason there are people like you out there. There are these people that are extremely successful because they put their nose down and they kept running towards that goal. And I think that's that's crucial. I think a lot of people try to be good at everything, and that's just not how life works. And in order to figure out what that singular item is that you're good at, you need to try some things, but when you find that thing and you hone in on that thing that makes you fulfilled, that brings happiness, that uplifts others, run with it and continue to run with it. So I mean, this is something I say to my team all the time. Like, nose, everybody's like, well, this, this company's doing this, and this company's doing this, and this company's doing this. I'm like, nose down, do the work, it'll yep. come to you. Nose yep. down, do the work, it'll come to you. So, like, part of the reason that we've been so successful and part of the reason why we are so like why people know about us and why we're popular and all those things is because we put our nose down and we do our work and then our work speaks for itself. 100%. Like, I'm not going to be chasing anybody down. Like, yes, we sent out podcasting saying like, Hey, we think everybody would be great on your team, great on your shows. That's sort of thing. But we're not chasing fame. We're going to put sure. our nose down, do our work. Right. And so that I think is the mentality that a lot of people miss. They, they want that like notoriety without doing the work. 100%. 100%. And, un- yeah, I- and unfortunately, because of the society that we live in, you can get that you can right. get notoriety without doing any work because we have this thing called Instagram. Right, right. And I think that's what's so important about speaking on behalf of the messaging, that messaging needs to change at the basis before that other that other kind of stigma changes, if you will. And I, I think that's, that's so key. I tell my sales team that a lot, just as a company, that's something we're vocal about is that, yes, be aware of what other people are doing, but don't allow it to dictate what you're doing. And I think, unfortunately, in life, just from a stepping outside of a business life, but from a personal perspective, people are so big on focusing on what people are saying about them, what they're judging on them. And it's completely irrelevant, but it bogs down. I mean, if you go on any social media platform and you see a beautiful post, even maybe some stuff you guys have put out there, content, there's always the naysayers. There's always the people that have oh. doubt. There's always the people that push their opinion. And it's like, you know, for, for don't even acknowledge it, but also understand for someone to spend the time to judge you on what you're doing shows a lot more about their character than yours. So stick to what you're doing. And I think the same thing can be said for business too. You see brands that, you know, will attack each other at the end of the day, depending on the industry you're in. And it's like, that's irrelevant. Don't stoop down to their level and shift your focus because you're playing into their game. You're playing into the arena. And to your point, now you're stepping outside of the pool. Now you're stepping outside of the boxing ring. And I think that's extremely crucial for a, a business, for individuals, but additionally to really stay true to you guys' mes- message. And I think that's extremely crucial. Um, and I can appreciate exactly where you're coming from, Amber. 
And I think the, the point with that is, is that, and because you do, listen, I get a bunch, we get a bunch of emails and stuff. Oh my gosh, you guys are the best company. Oh my gosh, I love Amber. Can I have lunch with her? Blah, 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 blah. Like we get those all day long and they're sure. super encouraging. And I have, I actually have a little folder. So that when I feel down, I go in and I read those emails. But for every one of those, we get one that's like, oh, well, your company does this. Oh, well, your company does that. And here's the right. deal. And I mean this, I have said this and I have actually like lived up to this. If you're in the same arena getting your ass kicked and there's blood on your face, Theodore Roosevelt said this, then I'll talk to you. If you are not in the arena and you're just in the stands and you're running your mouth, I'm not getting out of my arena. Right, right. But if you're in the same arena with me, you know what? I'll take off my boxing gloves and sit down and have a conversation with you. If you're not, I literally don't even respond to your email. Right, Because it doesn't matter. Like, I literally don't care. Like, I I, I just, I don't care. And I think the problem with, with most people is they get so wrapped up in that one person that doesn't like them. They're missing all the 800 people that do. 100%. 100%. And here's the other thing, too, is that, and this, I think, is just like a natural gift of mine. I literally don't care. Right. Like, I don't care. Right. Which I think has been able to make me super successful because I don't care. I don't care if right. you like me. I don't care if you do like Like, I just, I don't care. Here's my mission. Here's what I'm doing. And there's nothing that anyone or anything is going to say or do that will make me move from that. I won't move. 100%. And I think other people get shifted anytime the wind blows. Well, I'm going to go over here because this person likes this. Or I'm going to do light and airy photographs because they're doing this. Or I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do no. I'm not moving. Yep, yep. And it's exhausting going about it that way. If you're, if you're someone that shifts what you're doing or your, your mission, your goals, your micro, your macro, I think the fact that it, you're, it's a revolving door. It's never ending. And I think something that a lot of people need to realize more is that Life is really, really, really short. I cannot believe the amount of time people waste on trying to get approval of others, whether it be friends, colleagues, family members, loved ones, whatever the case is. It's amazing to me that people are so willing to just drop it all and put their happiness secondary to trying to make someone else happy or really showing something that they're not right. You have a a huge movement on social media nowadays, and it's this, well, it's been around for a bit, but it's a fake it till you make it type thing. And it's like, no, being authentic, staying true to, 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 to you and where you're going and where you come from and not showing just the highlight reels, I think is extremely important, right? Amber, blogging or vlogging, excuse me, is becoming really popular nowadays. And there are a lot of people that if we got to see their journey, I think it would open a lot of people's eyes. You know, I watched a video on you guys' website and it was extremely impactful because it really puts you into this place that takes you out of your realm of, of, um, of just common living, if you will, and feeds you right there and then. And I think a lot more people need to employ just this authentic aspect to life because it's not glitz and glamour. It's not the highlight reels. And like you said, you know, I go back to those emails when I get down, being, getting to these points or starting your own business or being successful or whatever the case is, whatever you do, it's a tough journey no matter which way you look at it. And I think a lot of people lose sight and go back to some of these aspects that they see with other people and say, why am I not there yet? Why haven't I accomplished this? Or maybe I'll just kind of push this out and look like I'm there. And it's like, that's not authentic, and that's not how you get there. Again, that's not how you're exchanging value. If anything, you're just trying to fulfill other people, and you're forgetting your happiness. And that's yeah. that's, that's really big. Um, and people, really big. people look at year 10 of a company or year 10 of somebody's success when they're in year one and they want the same thing, that's, right. that's it literally doesn't work that way. Right. Not so, reality. yeah, 
Rachel Hollis is 1 million followers and she's got this and she's got that and she's got all these different things. Rachel Hollis has been working at this and hustling at this for 15 years. You're seeing that you're seeing the fruit of, you're seeing the fruit of 15 years where people think like, oh my God, she literally just got this today. No, she's right. been doing this and hustling this. Like she's keynoting this event. I, I don't want to say this because she literally came up on our staff meeting today, but she's keynoting this event. She's keynoting that event. But what they didn't see was that for 10 years, she did mops groups in the middle of the afternoon, repeatedly over and over and over again. And so I think that people want this like instant gratification, but that's not how it works. It's never worked that way. It will never work that way. Absolutely. And I know it might be like a cliche statement, but the fact what you just said, people are comparing their chapters, their chapter one with someone's chapter 10. The character right. builds haven't happened. The environment hasn't no. happened. So how can you say, why, why me, my character? Why am I not where this character is in chapter 10? And it's like, you haven't built up to that at all. So you're not owed anything. You need to work. You need to bust your ass off in order to get there. But that doesn't happen overnight. Yes, the content this individual might be pushing out, their follower base, whatever the case is, it's much different, but they've been doing it for 10 years and haven't showed you all of that or you haven't seen all that. And you need to understand and appreciate that this is going to be a grind. This is going to be a lot of restless nights and a lot of lost sleep and crying and just difficult times. But understand that's what it takes. If you truly want that, you need to change your mindset and you need to change your perspective because you're in for one hell of a ride. And I think people just really lose sight of that. Um, and it's unfortunate. So I appreciate what you're doing, and I appreciate the people out there that are trying to really spread that message. Um, Amber, one thing you had said, and I, I love this quote by you, love one another and help others to rise to higher levels simply by pouring out love. I'm extremely fascinated by human resilience and helping others rise to their true potential and sit on top of their mountain. Talk to me about that with individuals you work with on a daily basis, because this kind of goes back to this fulfilling aspect, but there's something about helping people when you don't even, it's not a necessity, but it's something that you have put on the top of your list to do because you know it's good and it's the right thing to do and you feel, feel fulfilled from that. But tell me about that movement because I think it's something so special that a lot of people, um, if they got the opportunity or actually deployed that mentality, that mindset, I think would their eyes would be open to a completely different world. Yeah, so I think that this is where people get, people make it so much more complicated than it is. It's just like the way that this is literally how it was designed. So if we're using anything out of the context in which it was designed, it's not going to work, which is why this like level of narcissism that we have, this level of selfie taking that we have, this level of self-promotion that we have, it's not actually going to work and sustain. So everybody's like, oh my God, they have this many followers. That's great. Show me their tribe. Do they have right. a tribe of people? If they have a tribe of people, then they can go to war. If they just have followers, they've got nothing. And so right. I think what, what, you, what people have to understand is how it actually works. And how it actually works is the way that you get fulfilled is by helping others. That's the only way that you get fulfilled. You cannot self-fulfill. There's no such thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so people don't, understand how, people don't understand how it works. And so because they don't understand how it works, they continue to do it the wrong way, the wrong way, the wrong way, the wrong way. And then they get mad it doesn't work. Well, if I continue right. to try to start my car with my cell phone, you're right. It's not going to work. And yeah. so then I have to be able to use the right tools. And so I think where people are looking for this fulfillment, they think that they can find this fulfillment. Like, oh, I'm going to be fulfilled by doing X, Y, and Z. Oh, I'm going to be fulfilled by doing X, Y, and Z. I'm going to be fulfilled by doing X, Y, and Z. The way that you become fulfilled is by is through other people. We were meant to live in community. That's how we were designed. 100%. That's literally how we were designed. But we've segregated ourselves and separated ourselves 
and we have this falsetto, right? So this is what's wrong, is that we have this false belief that we're so connected, right? right. right. And we have this false belief that, like, like, all of these different things, but the truth and the reality is, is that majority of people are not connected. But we also right. have this other issue, which is that we have the ability to never be lonely. Right. Right? So if right. I'm lonely, I can send out 10 text messages, and I guarantee you one of those 10 people are going to text me back. But that's a false sense of it's a false sense of security. So the same way that we have a false sense of security of never being alone, we have this false sense of community, which is not an actual real thing. And so we, have, we were designed and created to live in community. That's the way that literally we are wired. That's the way that we are created. That's the way that the human race has, has gotten to where it's at. But now we're having a breakdown of that. And so what we're going to see, I believe, in the next number of years is this shakedown of, like, people having absolute full-on, like, identity crisis and full-on breakdowns because they don't, they're not actually living the way that they, that they were designed to live. Right, right. And I, you couldn't have said it better. And I think that, you know, social media, well, can be used, obviously, for many, many good things. It's all about your perspective and the way that you look at it. And I think that a lot of people, again, really forget the basis of how we've got to where we've got. I tell, you know, people in our company, and I tell a, a lot of people I meet that, we are humans at the end of the day. The One of the number one reasons the human race continues to be successful is because of communication, right? We questioned, well, how do we get on the moon? And we communicated and we figured out a way to get there, right? And that is just one of a trillion different things. But communication is key. And the movement or the shift, the migration or evolution of communication has substantially changed over the years. And I think a lot of people have really lost sight to those core values, the core basis as to how we got where we are. And I think that, again, back to your point, the fact that people just really overcomplicate it, it's not rocket science. It's not that difficult to be authentic, to be real, and to help the person to your left and right. And that is exactly to my point why I think a lot more people need to employ this. And if they did, if they really harnessed helping someone to their left and right, how much they get from that, how much they receive by that, by giving everything is unbelievable. Because I think right now, a lot of people look at this as an exchange. Well, if I'm giving something, I'm losing something. No, no, no. When you give something, you are absolutely getting something, but you're not understanding that exchange because you're not understanding that it's an exchange of value. And a lot of people have lost sight of that. So you said something, you know, earlier, but it's, I think it's crucial that people really understand no matter where you've come from, your environment, um, your, your, your wrongdoings, or all of these different things, it is possible to come to a bright place. And I think it's extremely important, the message you're pushing out too, because on the, in the grand scheme of things, what you're doing, these individuals, these children, these women, like I said, don't even have a fragment of the opportunities people have here in the United States, but yet someone goes to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts and their coffee's off and they bitch that their coffee was burnt, and yet there are people that are fighting just for survival. And you, you had a quote about, you know, what if I had to live through the darkest of nights to appreciate the smallest amount of light? I love this for a few reasons, but in cases, hardship, right, and appreciating the smallest of things in life because there are many with much, much less in this world. And I think that this perspective, that really allows others the realization that 
these children do not have the same or even a fragment of the opportunities we call life unless others take action. And we need more people like you, truly. What is the number one thing people can do to support this cause pertaining to your business, yes, but human trafficking just in general? So, yeah, we get asked this question a lot, and it's it's really simple. For us, it's buy a candle. Um, sure. Share about us on social media. From uh, the from the bigger overarching human trafficking, it is it's becoming educated. Becoming educated. What does it look like specifically in your city? What organizations are doing it in your city? What talent do you have that you can give away for this cause? So, are you an attorney and you can work with victims? Are you a marketer and you can work with nonprofits for free? Are you um, you know, do you do financial planning and you can help people understand better financial planning? Like what is it, what skills do you have? What, you know, what talent do you have that you can give away for this specific thing? Sure, sure, sure. Well, you're Amber. I, again, appreciate your time greatly. Your mission is extremely remar remarkable. Your messaging is on point. I love the perspective you're coming from. Where can people find your products and support your cause? Because it's something absolutely amazing. And we need more people in the world like you pushing these topics, talking about them, being just self-aware um, and being aware of them and helping to suppress them. Yeah, so it's 11thcandleco.com. Um, and on one side, of the, one side of the website, it talks about our story and our mission and all those other things. And on the other side of the website is how you can purchase the candles that we have. Um, and then all of our social media handles are at 11 Canico. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those different things. It's always just at 11 Canico. Perfect, perfect. Well, I will leave everybody with this. This is a quote, another quote from you. People need three things to thrive. They need a safe We needed to create a purpose, and that's powerful. These words you stated ring with such truth. And we need more that bring these things to others. Sincerely, Amber, thank you for all you do, your company. I will be doing a large purchase with you guys. I wish you the absolute best um, and continue to spread the good message and continue to uplift people because um, it's something priceless. And I appreciate all you do. I appreciate your time. Thank you. And you Absolutely. did a lot of research. I, I appreciate that. A lot of people aren't able to quote things. So I, that, I, that's, uh, that's really appreciated. So. No, absolutely. Like I said, thank you so much for your time. I know it's extremely limited and valuable, so um, I hope to stay in contact with you just because yeah, I'm fascinated sure. about, about the mission, about the business, and just about you two. You are, seem like a, a very brilliant individual, so excited to continue this, uh, this relationship and this networking opportunity, so yeah. thank you again. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Take care. Thank you all so much for listening. It means the absolute world. Again, to support this amazing company and cause, please be sure to go to 11thcandleco.com and enter promo code MOTIVATEDMIND for 25% off your purchase. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast either, please do so. That way you don't miss any new episodes. I've got a lot more to share. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening.